Greetings and welcome to the movie cast number 549. This week uh, we have Tony Kortnakis. Yo! He's back. back. Mike Siniti. The Vengeance. What's up? <laughs> Myself, Corey Feinsod. But unfortunately, your usual host, Jim Gast, is not with us tonight. But for a good reason, helping the children, uh, he's got. <laughs> uh, he's got work stuff to do um so we're gonna you know soldier on as they say through this podcast and there's quite a lot of bit of news uh this week so we'll get into that but uh first let's see what tony's been up to it's been a couple weeks he wasn't on last week yeah yeah so i'm i'm gonna take the uh the platform for a little while because i have actually watched a lot oh nice let's see looking forward to it uh first thing i watched was invincible on Amazon mm. Prime Video. Um, I know Jim watched You guys didn't watch it, right? Not like yet. I said, I cherry-picked through YouTube clips of the show to get a, a feeling for the vibe, which I'm like, eh, I wasn't too happy with from what I saw. Yeah. Um, I'm conflicted. Like, don't get me wrong. It's good. It is good. Like, I would absolutely recommend that anybody who, like, if you were even interested in any part of this, be like, yeah, watch it. Um, the thing is, though, like, I'm getting a little bit of that fatigue, just kind of like how we got zombie fatigue after a while with, you know, it's like, yeah. hey, cool, Walking Dead. Uh, and then, you know, just millions and millions and millions of zombie stuff. I'm just like, I, I, I couldn't care less. I'd still play something that was fun to play, but the story grip doesn't get me. Whereas, like, this is, it just feels like the umpteenth, like, oh, what if heroes were real mm-hmm. and dicks and assholes and criminals? It's like, I, I don't care, man. Like, I really don't. Like, it just... I, I want comic books to, like, get me away from this, the shit that happens in the real world. Yeah. yeah. It's my escapism. Which, you know, is fine because I'm sure there are people that like that stuff. But just my personal preference because it's just the umpty thing. And I just finished, you know, The Boys season one and two, you mm-hmm. know, or last year and something like that. And, you know, there's Injustice. And I'm sure there's other stuff that I'm missing or glossing over. But uh, the other thing, too, is, like, the premise starts off, like, minor spoiler alert, like, there's the whole like cast of the Justice League basically. It's like they're just ripoffs. It's like oh look, it's Batman, it's Flash, it's Wonder. It's just you know they they tw- tw- uh, twist them slightly. I'm just like man, like can can you guys do anything original? Like does that, it always mm-hmm. have to be the same seven? That's or- another thing that gets me with this too. I agree. I'm a little tired of the oh the whole R-rated superheroes. Let's see what happens if they're R-rated. Arr. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. also like I like Injustice because it's the characters. And then, like, it, it's a new thing to do with those characters. Yeah, it's like it's a more glorified like, what... Yeah, it's more like a glorified what if, right? Sure. That's how right. I was and it's that. not the broke-ass versions of these characters. That, yeah, I mean, you know, you yeah, all want Batman and Superman, but instead we'll give you whatever and whoever. So it's... Yeah, and that's uh, the same feeling I had with um, another show on Netflix we'll talk about uh, later, but Jupiter's Legacy. I just I just couldn't care anymore. Like, I needed something different, and, like, I talked about it, the past was it felt different like that was like cool it was interesting because it was like not something we've seen before but then whenever they came to the current time uh it just felt like every other you know like we we're saying what if superheroes were you know real or what what's those um you know what what the code is or whatever you know just the, the same questions like basically like it's, it was basically a rip off of kingdom come as well which is right. you know it's so yeah but uh, so that's uh, Invincible. What else? Yeah. Uh, so real quick, the other thing I wanted to add to Invincible is just mm-hmm. um, so that's that's the the coding for the story or, or the, right, the hook, right, right. whatever like that. But I will say 
what I appreciate more about this than, say, The Boys, and that, that's the closest comparison I can give because, I mean, they're both on Amazon, you know, they're both, uh, I think... And isn't both, Kirsten I think both, involved in that, too? Yeah, I think so, probably. Um, but with this, the main character is so much more likable than um, the main character of The Boys, like the nerdy, dweeby, whatever fucking his name was. Or, you know, even the broke-ass um, Russell Crowe or whatever. You know, I, I don't know what comparison I can make. But this, you know, the, the main character in this is um, the equivalent of Superman's son in this. And it's about mm-hmm. him, minor spoiler, this is the first 10 minutes of the first episode, like him learning and discovering and trying to um, understand his powers and stuff like that. But also be a superhero and stuff like that. So it's this weird hybrid of like, I don't know, uh, like I said, like boys or, you know, injustice slash like Teen Titans because like, you know. Uh, he meets other teenagers with his uh, stuff and, and whatnot. But I'll say the animation is pretty good. Um, the story is good. Uh, there are actually some touching moments, despite all of like the darkness and the grittiness um, that I really appreciated. And um, the ending, I would say, is, is pretty memorable in terms of like, wow, I didn't think that would be a conflict resolution. Um, mm. So I, I would highly recommend that. Uh, so that was the first thing. Let's see. Second thing I watched was uh, <clears throat> Kim's Convenience on Netflix, the last oh, season. Yeah which uh, stars um, the newest MCU character, uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah. And I uh, was really happy about that. Um, it was a good season. I'm mad, though, because this is the final season, un- unabruptly, because the yeah. writers were like, yeah, we're out. And apparently the network didn't want to get new writers or anything like that. So, like, this is the last season. But the thing is, like, the story, like, you could theoretically with, like, the last episode be like, yeah, that's it. But there are some things where it's just like, damn, like, finally we get some places with character development and interpersonal relationships and stuff where it's like, I, would, I was really looking forward to seeing where the next season could go. Because mm-hmm. um, it's one of those things where, you know, most sitcoms, I feel like you could go a whole season where, like, every week it's just, it doesn't matter. Like, each episode is kind of independent. And this series tries to stay away from that, but it, it's usually the last two episodes where, like, things, like, really get shaken up. You're like... Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going to see how they play that out next season, stuff like that. So, um, loved it, a lot of laughs, but definitely uh, the show deserves There was some episodes. news that came out after about some uh, some of the actors talking about some of the experience they had on that show not being so great and some racist storylines there. Yeah. And some got, stuff got yeah. cut, which was nice, but, like, yeah, it's, it's you know, rest, yeah, representation's t- tough, and when you have a show like this that's um plays on a lot of the asian stereotypes type stuff that's what they you know i I don't know if it's necessarily you wanted to drag it out either is i think yeah the other thing yeah it's unfortunate too because um what's his name uh the man the the guy who's um you know thanks he now uh he's just he's outspoken on twitter (laughs) yeah uh, for better for worse um and he was telling all these stories about like yeah they had like all these uh canadian uh asians on the show and are like you know we don't we don't really care for your input and stuff like, like why would you why'd you do that but whatever um yeah. it's unfortunate i'm really hoping the critical success success on netflix um yeah. maybe yeah. Oh, they could just be like fuck you we're gonna throw netflix money I... at you right exactly and, like, netflix has done it before and i don't know if it's um because of my watching habits but like it was heavily heavily like um advertised for me at least when i was yeah. like, browsing netflix so. yeah yeah i would definitely yeah. definitely recommend it it's a good comedy uh and then the last thing i watched 
was uh, this Netflix special called Dad of Light. Mm-hmm. And what this was was actually an adaptation of a blog uh, of a real person who, a Japanese man who played Final Fantasy XIV. And um, he, eventually his father, who's a workaholic, uh, quits his job suddenly without any reasoning or anything like that. And so it's about him trying to get a relationship with his dad again uh, because work culture in Japan sucks, you know, barely see each other and stuff like that. But they're so awkward with each other now, like in real life, that he, he's like, yeah, this isn't working. So he goes, what if I invite my dad to play Final Fantasy XIV? And then I befriend him in-game secretly, and we just go on adventures together. And that's the premise for this series. And it's like 10 episodes on Netflix, and uh, it's a little hokey, but um, it, it's just kind of fun being a player of it and stuff like that. But even mm-hmm. if you play any kind of MMO or anything, sort of that, it's actually... A uh, pretty heartwarming story and stuff like that, and um, just kind of funny how they play like real life, but then the, also because they obviously collaborated with Square Enix on this, where they get in characters and like it's their character models that are like doing stuff, but that it's them talking and stuff like that. So uh, oh, that's that was awesome. Fun too. Yeah, so good stuff for me. And that's that's all I've been up to, which is more. cool. Well, that's pretty neat. Um, Mike, what about you? What have you been watching? Uh-huh. Nothing notable. I actually was uh, like, his like playoffs Lucifer's basketball. got the new season. Oh, well, playoffs, sure. The Nets are still still going strong. They'll they'll be fine. But um, yeah. So the uh, Lucifer second half of the season came out. So I finished that. But then I wanted to watch more. So I just started over again and watched a couple episodes here and there. And I and I I think they introduce um. What's her name? Oh gosh, I'm blanking. Number six from Battlestar Galactica. She she comes in. She's the actress is in this show. And so when I saw her, I was like, you know what? I haven't seen Battlestar Galactica in forever, and it's on Peacock right now. I don't have a Peacock subscription, but like they do one of those things where it's like a minute worth of commercials in the beginning, and then there's one commercial in the middle, and then there's one then there's commercials at the end. So it's not terrible. So I actually started watching Battlestar Galactica again, and man, that is such a good show. Like. The remake, oh, it's so unfortunate. I still, to this day, have not seen that last season. <laughs> just because nobody has ever told me, like, yeah, you should watch this last season, man. Yeah. No, I mean, it, but, like, watching, the like, this first few episodes of the first season just oh, brought me back to those times. And, man, it's just so good. And yet, it's one of those things that, yeah, it just falls off a cliff and just goes off in left field. And you have no idea why what they're doing. But, uh yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to watching some more of it. It's got some really hokey CG, but like that's the time. Those are the times, so I uh, can't can't uh, blame it for that. But it, it's the acting, storytelling is just so well done, especially that first episode, 33. Oh my gosh, that's like such a great episode. Is that the uh, the where they're like they're, they have to keep doing it every yes. every 33 minutes? That is yeah. that is honestly one of the best episodes of any. Yeah, any show, single, like, you know, yeah. one single episode in a single season that you put that up against anything, and it's just, it's gonna, it's probably gonna win it. But um, yeah, so I yeah, those watch episodes, that, that episode now. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> just that episode alone is such like, and like it ends where it's like you know it's like kind of got this like, you know, because it it follows the miniseries, which the miniseries came out first, so it does have like a previously on thing, but this is like season one of uh, episode one of season one. 
uh, because there was like a little mini series before that. But um, the way this starts, the way it ends, the episode is just like this whole encompasses a whole like you know story arc in itself that you don't necessarily need anything else afterwards. But it's so good. Uh, yeah, so that's Battlestar Galactica reminiscing, bringing me back. <laughs> Anyway, let's uh let's move on to the news because like I said, we have a bunch of stuff actually. Wait, did Mike go? Yeah, Mike uh, said he watched some basketball. Oh, that's okay. Sorry, sorry. Yep. <laughs> yep. <Playoffs>. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So let's yeah, let's jump in. So um, Tony, I see we uh, put this out there. John Wick Four, Chapter Four, is gonna bring in Donnie Yen uh, to the mix. Another fantastic martial artist. And bringing in some Asian representation here, which is great. But uh, yeah, what do you know about what his role is or what he's going to be doing? Uh, unfortunately, that's that. That is all we know at this point. Um, I'm hoping there. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. It's supposed to be he's supposed to be an old friend of John Wick, and I'm just hoping and praying because I mean Donnie Yen is cool. Like I love Donnie Yen. I think he's a badass. Um, for those you might not know or seen some of his more traditional Asian. Uh, cinema. He was uh, the uh, blind monk in um, Star Wars. Um, Rogue One. Rogue One. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Where you know he was like, I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me. Right. Whatever. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's It Man. If you've seen any It Man movies, if you haven't, highly recommend those. Um, so I'm hope he's. A, I mean, he's a big name actor. Like this is a draw. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping they got him for a pivotal, like or major part. And it's not just one of these things where it's like, oh, remember me, little friend? And, like, it's a betrayal or something stupid like that. Because yeah. I'd be like, damn, like, I want to see both of them kick ass. I don't want to see them kick each other's ass. Um, but, you know. Yeah, well, if you bring him in, I expect some really good stunt work, uh, fight sequences. That's what I hope for. And as you were mentioning, some of his re- his resume there, it's, like, so good. Like, I mean, if you know, like, uh, the Jet Li fight he had in Hero, was it? I think. Mm-hmm um that was so like when they were like going back where they just all play it in their head it's like just in their head they're just playing out the fight uh that was a really great sequence but yeah he's great and, and seeing him and john wick is cool he's uh, a great action star and someone you can take, take seriously too um I, I could see him fitting in that universe really well moving on we have uh something here for you mike there was a, I, want, I want to get your opinion because I mean you're you're the resident Batman fan here. Got your hat and everything. <laughs> there was a there was an image um, from the Flash movie uh, where it's the Keaton the Keaton suit essentially, and there's like some blood dripping down here, and um, they're showing some. So he's he's definitely going to be in it. Do you think that is going to be meaningful in any way? No. You don't think any like Keaton's gonna have like what five minutes? That's it. That's all you're thinking, or is he gonna yeah, have some something, something like that? Yeah. He's, he barely wanted to be there. It was up in the air for a little bit, and I, I just don't see a lot of impact. He'll be there. There'll be a, a cameo. Might be yeah, a little bit more than a cameo, but okay. I don't think he's gonna be a huge part of this movie, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, really? You, you don't think they're gonna adapt a Flashpoint for this? Like, you still don't think they're adapting Flashpoint? Not, not directly. No. But if they do do Flashpoint, like, is it He's gonna be? He's gotta play a bigger role. <laughs> well, if he doesn't necessarily have to, I guess, because you could guy. have, I guess, uh, Negan. I What's the guy's name? Jeffrey Dean Morgan or something? Yeah, I don't think he's involved either. I just, I don't know. I don't want it. 
they did this with Infinite Crisis where they did the Conroy Batman. It's like, oh, this Batman went bad. And are they going to do that again with the legacy Batman actor? I don't know. Did it give uh, you any like um, idea of what they you, they were like direction they're gonna go with it? Because it kind of had first thing I saw thought of when I saw it because it's the Batman logo. It's very yellow. The, yeah, it's like the one. Watchmen thing. Right, it's the smile, the the comedian. Yeah, it's not the, a lot of blood. It's a very you know, it's like a drop. <laughs> right, which is the same thing on the comedian's yeah. little pin thing he has. So I, I mean, it could mean anything. I just it's like oh, you get to see the cool little rubber yellow thing kind of faded and you know there's some blood involved i don't know i mean maybe i mean the other thing is it's it's happening (laughs) they're making this movie so i know i know it's happening i'm just not not really sure how much they're gonna have keaton in it sure okay yeah so um moving on to superhero fatigue because we did talk about a little earlier jupiter's legacy a show that jim has been talking about um how much he likes it and it's unfortunate he's not here because he always complains if a show gets canceled he's not watching it he's done i'm not gonna bother unfortunately for him uh jupiter's legacy got canceled this was a show that cost 200 million dollars for netflix and it was number one in views the week it came out uh so what what's going on here like why are they canceling a show that seemed seemingly was super popular probably it was too expensive (laughs) also um i didn't even know this was a thing until recently uh i i mean i guess people saw it when it came out but it probably got lost in the shuffle between the boys and invincible and is this the same is this another like r-rated alternate superhero team oh yeah it's mm-hmm. the same type of shit, so... Alright, goodbye. Nothing lost. You, you didn't watch it, Tony, right? No. No. Yeah, I, and like I said, Jim's... Uh, Jim is pretty... He was pretty happy about it, and I thought that the way that it ended, and it was like I, I mentioned with Umbrella Academy, they um they changed it up with the comic. The comic book is almost like straight off following Kingdom Come. This is the same idea, Um but they, they switch it up a little bit for the screen. And it does make it a little interesting because you're not sure exactly what's going on um, and how it's going to play out. But yeah, I'm I'm surprised just because Netflix usually, I mean, they, they're doing, they usually give things a, a good fair shake. And this was something that was extremely popular the week it came out. I don't know what the, the drop-off was, but that could play a factor into it. But um, yeah, I'm pretty shocked because... The next bit of news we have here is that they did renew the other show we talked about on here from Netflix recently was Shadow and Bone. So Shadow and Bone is the one where we love the side characters in this show. They are fantastic. They did a great job. The actors do a fantastic job with them. You really get, I, I at least for me, I really got behind their cause and what they were doing and, and their personalities and everything. The main character is a little rough. It's hard to relate and... You don't really necessarily care too much about the main character, but the themes and the stories pretty neat. Like I like the concept of the fold and all that stuff. And the way it ends, it does obviously lead to a sequel or not sequel, but to a second season. So what do you think about that, Tony? I know you watched it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely happy. I'm pretty sure I said a few weeks ago when we talked about it that, um, you know, I would rate it probably like, you know, between seven and eight or so. Mm -hmm. Um, if we just focused on like the side characters, probably like eight to nine or something like that. Uh, but the main characters just fucking suck by comparison. 
Uh, and I hope they change it in the second what, season. What's the problem with this main character? Um, she just so the main character is this girl. It's like it's the whole like oh like I'm just an average person, but oh suddenly I'm special, and she, she doesn't have the charisma to to carry like so the lead. Jennifer Lawrence. Um, worse than Jennifer Lawrence. Like I actually I actually don't mind Jennifer Lawrence. I think she did a good job in um, Hunger Games, uh, but. I just mean her personality, where she's like, I'm just a normal girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. If you ever talk about that, yeah, yeah, then yeah, that is exactly spot on. Where it's like, I'm just a normal girl, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, half the season, it's like, oh my god, please shut up. Like, you got special powers in, like, the second episode. Come on. Like, stop denying this and stuff. She just, she just whines a lot, and I just hate whining you know. characters. Uh, and she's pining over a guy the entire time, and then he does one thing, which it's not even his fault. He's like, he can't even do, like, he doesn't he he doesn't like reply it's like he ghosts her by accident essentially or like somebody like takes his letters or whatever and like hides them or something so she gets all like spiteful about it and it's so stupid it's like she has this like reminder that she's carried with her this entire time and like oh i'm just gonna remove that reminder because this guy doesn't care about me anymore yeah i was like wow geez all right <laughs> but yeah she, she's just it's hard to like and even the guy like like he was, that he dude was like, sucks too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they just like you. It was so obvious what the what the relationship was and where it was going, and just didn't. It was there's nothing exciting about it. So it, but, it's something where like you you see it a million miles away, but the show is just like oh will they won't they? And it's like mm-hmm. really like okay. <laughs> yep. So yeah, but again, uh, season two is coming, and I did like um, which was again with season one little spoilers here because there's a character in. The show that just they kind of like like oh we're gonna meet up with this character but then the character gets kidnapped or whatever and then this character has and you have no idea why but they have their own little storyline that they're going on and then she is um you know important later i guess because now that that storyline the main character storyline and the side characters that we all love all those storylines are coming together at the end uh, which is neat, and so it's gonna—it's exciting to see where this could go. But um, and then the villain too, I think, has an interesting turn because now you're not playing that other game of oh, who's this guy gonna be? All shadowy character. He's—he's he's playing the good guy, but we know he's not—he's got some nefarious, uh, you know, schemes going on behind the scenes or in the shadows. And so, um, uh-huh. yeah, just now he can uh-huh. just—you can just go out and just be the the villain that he, we all knew he was so yeah uh so i'm excited for that at least but yeah that's season two of uh shadow yeah. and bone i mean just to talk really quickly about how you were surprised they renewed this but not be really good i think this one has a bit more wider demographic um just like we're talking mm-hmm. like this like Jupiter's like legacy probably the umpteenth like you know superhero show that you know revolves right. around you know whatever and like you're getting this you're fighting over the same demographic shadow and bone i can't think of another thing that exists well i think that, i mean it's ya it's more like yeah it's, it's young adults but like right. what else is young adult right now i don't know yeah it's um the thing is you could say is like there's so many fantasy shows out there but like at least this is doing something different and like i said like the concepts are really yeah. neat i liked that the the conflict between the, the the east and west side that they're going with and then there's that thread up north so there's a lot of things that were going on there that were exciting um, concepts that you could, to see them play out in the future will be be interesting at least. Whereas these superhero shows are all doing the same exact thing. It's like 
same exact storylines, same exact heroes. They all have the same powers. They all, have the, yeah, like you're saying, they're all just copies of the Justice League. Where at least these these uh, fantasy shows are doing something unique and different with the you know magic systems or the settings or or whatnot there. So yeah, no, and and Netflix as a wide audience, like you're saying, I think this does appeal a lot more to to more people. So yeah. But uh, speaking of like Justice League and potentially a character that's a big fan of Justice League, uh, we have Shazam filming, and so a sequel to Shazam, which has uh, Zach Levi returning as the the character, title character, and there's been photos of him in his new suit. Uh, have you guys seen that suit, the new one? I haven't even seen the first movie yet, so <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed the first one. Like I've mentioned, is before. that on HBO Max? It's gotta be. It's gotta sure. be. I, I mean, I, I bet you, you know what? I bet you it is now with all this news it. coming yeah. up. <laughs> but um, the suit actually compared, because we all saw the first suit and we're like, that guy's wearing a muscle suit, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. there's no way the guy that played Chuck is going to be playing a super like buff character or whatever. And it was like even more, um, it made it look like it even more with the way the collar was and how it was like, it came up almost. Uh, but now the new suit definitely looks a lot better. It looks like him in the suit now, way more than it did before. Uh, it look, doesn't look like he's wearing a muscle suit, although it's all padded, I'm sure. There's definitely mm-hmm. strategic pattern, patter, padding, but um, <laughs> there's definitely pattering, uh, pat, like patterns on the on the the suit itself to make to emphasize the um, the the shadows and the you know the, mm-hmm. and stuff to help. Yeah, uh, bring out the the muscles and things like that. But it looks good. He's not wearing a cape, but I'm guessing just because they're gonna digitize it in the uh, the final sequence. But the suit looks good, and I'd recommend just go- doing a Google search for it. Although he does look old, like uh, Zach Levi does not look like a young guy in this in this, yeah. these pictures of him. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see where that goes because we did get the Shazam family. Um, you know, so we'll see how that goes. Anyway, moving on. Last bit of news that we have here. Uh, one of the best animes of all time we knew was coming to Netflix at some point. I think John Cho was uh, cast as Spike, right? Yes. Yep. Um, yep. So uh, we haven't heard anything about that for a while. Um, yep. And so now uh, we just got some news that the the original composer of the anime is coming back to do the uh live action okay. show for netflix yep yeah that's so huge. uh yoko kano yep uh so that that's awesome because music was a huge part of oh, what yeah. made that huge. show yeah uh, as popular was it and as good as it is and so just it was iconic like, kind of, like, the music and like that's one of the first things i think about when i think of that show and just like even the opening the credit sequence is just oh, it's iconic at this point yeah, right exactly yeah. so um getting the getting the same guy back to do that is just amazing and uh and the other thing was it's coming this fall which yep. holy shit yeah <laughs> that's awesome, awesome. like yep. if that's true i i can't wait for that's like one of my shooting up to one of my most anticipated shows of the uh the, the year yeah for sure yeah season mike have you ever seen or heard of cowboy bebop heard of it like uh, i think i think this is an anime you would actually enjoy i really do because there's not like bullshit like you know, or just like I don't know, bonds of friendship and crap like that. It's it's a bit more adult, like it's adult uh, aimed. And I'm not saying like dark, gritty, like whatever. It's like 
realistic it's adult characters with adult relationships and stuff like that so. and it's not i mean it's also got like a lot of standalone episodes really there's like a this is more in the like, they have more standalone episodes i'd say than like these through lines but there is like an overarching story obviously but a lot of the episodes are self-contained where you don't necessarily have to like follow along too much which most animes now it's just they're not like that but that's what i thought was interesting too where this this felt like each episode was its own thing with the underlying storyline that you know fed through the whole entire season but um the, the other thing is like steve bloom or steve blum what was his name steve, steve bloom, bloom. <laughs> steve bloom. Yeah, yeah he's the voice actor of spike and that was like his big break yeah yep before uh he did you know before he became more popular here but it's like yeah. the default wolverine guy now yeah that's what i mean so uh but yeah, I'm like super excited to see what they do, and as and we've seen, like Netflix has done a pretty great, uh, great job of adapting other works to their live action catalog of of shows. So yeah, excited for that one. Yeah, that's Cowboy Bebop. So that I think that does it for the news, guys. So um, and and for the episode, obviously without Jim here, uh, we couldn't get his opinions. But I do. We'll have to. Hopefully, uh, we'll get to hear from him soon, but um, let us know what you think and how you feel about some of these cancellations and renewals and uh, other stuff we talked about. Uh, you can email us at... What, oh, shoot. What is what it's is the email now? At Gmail, right? Allyoucangeek at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, allyoucangeek. <laughs> I haven't done this in forever. So, yeah, allyoucangeek.gmail.com. Yeah. Like us on Facebook. Check out our YouTube channel. We got all of our episodes up there as well as uh, on iTunes, you know, rate us and to comment you know we'll we'll respond and we'll read them out on the the podcast but uh, that'll do it for the movie cast we'll see you in the game cast guys